הרי מקשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שבדורנו, לכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שוכני עפר קדוש ומשאר בארץ המה. ובפרט לרבנו הקדוש, צדיק יסוד עולם נחן, נובע מכוח חוכמה רבנו נחמן, פגה בן שמחה. נא נח נחמן נחמן מאומן זכותו תגן עלינו ועל כל ישראל אמן. ברוך השם, today we start the second podcast of שפחי הר"ן. Starting with עוד וו, section 6 of שפחי הר"ן. רבי נתן צדה בר רבנו, והיה רגיל להתחיל בכל פעם מחדש. רבנו אקסטן אמסלף תביגין, every single time from a new. To start a new beginning. דהיינו, meaning what? כשנפל ממדרגתו לפעמים, when he fell from his level sometimes, at times, לא היה מייאש עצמו בשביל זה. He would not give up because of this. רק אמר שיתחיל מחדש. What did רבנו say? He only said that he will begin anew. Start again. כאילו לא התחיל עדיין כלל לכנוס בעבודתו יתברך. As if he had not yet begun at all to enter the service of Hashem. In רבנו's eyes, every time you're starting anew, it was as if you're starting from ground zero. רק עתה הוא מתחיל מחדש, just now he will start again. That was Rabbeinu's mentality. לכן בכל פעם ופעם, and this was true every single time, תמיד היה רגיל להתחיל מחדש, he was always accustoming himself, always entering this, this habit to start again. והיה לו כמה התחלות ביום אחד, and רבי נתן teaches us that Rabbeinu had many beginnings in a single day even. Meaning Rabbeinu would start the day many times a day. שגם ביום אחד לפעמים נפל מעבודתו, that sometimes in one day he fell from his service many times. והיה מתחיל מחדש, and he would start again. וכן כמה פעמים ביום אחד, and this was true many times in a single day. אז רבנו teaches us that what happened happened, the main thing is to begin from a new. אז רבנו teaches us in ניקודי מורן. Just look right now. You know, when you're doing your best, you cannot focus on the falls. Because Rabbeinu says, when you're really trying and you're searching for Hashem from the fall, Rabbeinu teaches us in Torah, there's no such thing as a fall at all. Why? Because to get to the next level, you have to descend first. So Rabbeinu is telling us the mentality that we have to have when we're really trying to search for Hashem and we're not lying to ourselves. Because the main thing is to be honest, right? The sincerity. We're not lying to ourselves. We're trying to be as honest as possible to try to draw close to Hashem. We're not making excuses for ourselves. So what? If that's the scenario, then what do you have to do? You have to restart anew. And you have to start anew and be besimcha, as if you're starting brand new again, as if you just started to enter the service of Hashem, as if it's your first time. And this is a very important idea because the Torah can only really be brought about if you look at it as if you're receiving it right now. As it's brought down in Shema, this idea um, that we have to accept the Torah as if it's Hayom today. You know what I mean? And it will be, if you'll surely listen, to my commandments, that I'm commanding you today. And Rashi asked the question, it wasn't that day that he commanded us. It wasn't that day we received the Torah. Hashem brought us this, this, uh, this parasha and the Torah later, after we received the Torah. So what is this? So Rashi answers, you have to make the Torah precious in your eyes as if you're starting brand new again, as if you just received it today. So the main thing Rabban was teaching us is, we will fall many times a single day even. But pick yourself back up and start as if you're just starting right now, and look as if the thing you're about to do right now is the first time you're doing it. Siman Zayn. Vaya matmid belimodo meod, Rabbeinu was a very diligent in his studies. Velamad arbe meod shas. Rabbeinu learned very much the, 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 um, the shas, the gemara, the talmud, the oral law. 
Ufoskim, and he studied Halakha, the codifiers, the Tanakh, and the Torah, Nevi'im, and Ktuvim, the five books of Moses, the prophets, and the writings. The En Yaakov, and the Well of Yaakov, this holy Sefer, um, on the on the Gemara. The Sifre Azor, and he studied the books of the Zohar, and the Tikunim, Tikune Zohar. The, those are the the extra pieces of the Zohar, the secrets of the Zohar, written on the word Bereshit. That there's 70 chapters in the Tikkun Ezor, written on just the secrets of the word Bereshit. And Rabbeinu teaches us that you can write a Tikkun Ezor for every single word of the Torah. So imagine what we're talking about here. The, the Tikkun Ezor. Rabbeinu used to study all the Zohar, the Tikkun Ezor, and Yaakov, the Shas, the Gemara, uh, sorry, the Halakha, meaning the Shulchan Aruch, and uh, Tanakh. All the writings of the Arizal. Rabbi Yitzchak Luria Ashkenazi. Who thanks today. Thanks to him today. that the, This is why we know the Kabbalah. We know the, the foundation of the Kabbalah. Thanks to Yari HaKadosh. Who expounded all the secrets of Rabbi Shem Bar-Yohan. The way that we understand it today. This is the main understanding and foundation for the, for the Kabbalah. Thanks to the Yari HaKadosh. And Rabban will learn many other books and other books of, of ethical teachings and Musar and, and this rebuke very, very much. He studied all these Farim. And look at this. And Rabban said that all the small books which speak about Musar, like ethical teachings and rebuking yourself and refining yourself, they were all in the house of his father. And he studied all of them. Rabbeinu teaches us specifically that he studied the book Reshit Chochma from the Holy Tzaddik Rabbi Eliyahu Mividash, one of the students of the Ramak, the Ramak Rabbi Moshe Cordovero, who was a colleague of the Arizal. He studied the book of Rabbi Eliyahu Mividash, Reshit Chochma, one of the, the most amazing books, really one of the most foundational books of Musar that was ever brought down. Rabbeinu said he studied this book very much, Ve'amar Beferush, and Rabbanu said explicitly, Rabbanu said explicitly that he studied the book Reshit Chochma countless times that you cannot even uh, you cannot even imagine how many times he studied it. There was an opinion that says Rabbanu used to finish the book once a month. Just to imagine what we're talking about, it's a huge book. It means like Rabbanu finished the book almost four hundred times in his lifetime. It's uh, it's unbelievable. And his great mastery in all the books, according to what we saw with our own eyes, just a little bit, was immeasurable, Rabbi Natan saying. We saw Rabbeinu's mastery in all these farim in incredible fashion. And specifically in the books Tanakh and En Yaakov, and specifically the works of the Ari HaKadosh, the books of the Zohar and the Tikkunim, there was no one that could compare to Rabbeinu in the entire world with, his, with regard to his mastery. Because the entire Torah was literally prepared right before him, was set out right before him. And was flowing through his mouth like a completely set table. It was as if everything was in front of Rabbeinu as if he had all the books open he could read to you directly from the book. He knew it all by heart like this. As if it was literally set before a person, before a person's eyes. That if something's set before a person's eyes he can take whatever he wants. He could take for himself whatever he desires. The same is true of the way Rabenu had literally taken captive all these farim and knew all of them like that. 
כן ממש היו כל הספרים הקדושים מוכנים לפני הנס יכלו הקדוש, בכל עת שרצה. The same is true of all the holy books that were set out before his holy eyes and his holy, his holy intellect, any single time that he wanted to. וקצת מזה יכולים לראות ולהבין בספר הקדושים. And we can understand just a little bit of this if you really delve and you try to understand his holy works. If you look into his holy works with understanding. עוד חטא. וסיפר, and Rabbeinu told us, Rabbeinu told us, שכל לימודו בא לו בגלל גדולה, that all of his studies came with great toiling, with exerting great effort. כי בתחילה היה לומד משניות ולא היה מביא לימודו. Because in the beginning, don't think that Rabbeinu attained all of this because he had an awesome mind or because he was the grandson of the Baal Shem Tov, the great grandson of the Baal Shem Tov. Rabbeinu is telling us what he had to go through. In the beginning, he would study Mishnayot, the foundation of the oral Torah, and he did not understand his learning at all. And he would cry before Hashem Yitbach so much so that Hashem would illuminate his eyes. And he would cry so very much until the point where he merited that he would be able to learn Mishnayot. And so too afterwards. He would learn other books, but he did not understand as well. And Rabbeinu would so too cry very much, over and over again. Until he merited to understand them. And the same is true of the studying of the Zohar that he used to do. And the way he used to study the Kidveh of the Arizal, the writings of the Ari HaKadosh. He would cry very, very much until he merited to understand it. We know the Torah, it says, It says the man who dies in the tent. That, what's the Torah? This is the Torah of a man who dies in the tent. And what did the Rashi bring down? Meaning, basically, one who kills himself with the Torah. You cannot truly attain the Torah unless you literally break yourself over it. You cannot attain the Torah with ease. The Torah is something that has to come through suffering and difficulty and crying and really opening up your heart to Hashem Yitbarach, begging Him until He has mercy on you, that He illuminates your eyes. And Rabbeinu said, that in the beginning, in every single book that he studied, he did not understand it. It was very difficult for him. He was not able to understand even the simple meaning of the words inside the book. And he had very great afflictions from this. He was troubled by this so very much. His studies, was with tremendous effort. He would study with exerting so much effort, but nonetheless, he studied very much. Because he would enforce him, reinforce himself very much. Rabbeinu is telling us the key to study Torah, or the key to anything in this world, is to reinforce yourself. He merited all of this through his prayer, and through his crying. Rabbeinu is teaching us, you want to attain the Torah, It's very simple. You have to pray. And you have to continue praying until Hashem opens up all the gates because you cannot attain the Torah unless you beg HaKadosh Baruch Hu to open up the Torah. And Otet, the last one we're going to do for today. Section 9, Rabbeinu tells us he would fast very much. And many times over, Rabbeinu would fast from Shabbat to Shabbat, meaning from 
After Shabbat, Motzei Shabbat, he would fast up until the next Friday night. He would literally fast for six days straight. Unbelievable. Not eating or drinking in between, not at night, nothing. Six days, he wouldn't put anything in his mouth. Rabbi Nathan is telling us to explicitly tell us to emphasize the fact that all of this was in Rabenu's youth, literally. Before he was 20 years old. And sometimes, Rabenu would fast from Shabbat to Shabbat two times in a row. Literally. He would do Saturday night to the next Friday night. He would do Shabbat. He would eat Shabbat. And then the, the next, that Saturday night, he would start again. And even though this was all true, that what? Rabenu was a, a kid growing up in delights, growing up in comfort. Nonetheless, he was still very thin. Meaning, even though Rabenu grew up with, with the luxury to have food at his table and everything, he had a comfortable life. Nonetheless, he was still very thin. He would not pay attention to himself at all. He would fast and he would mortify himself tremendously. And we'll learn later that this was not the way Rabenu wants for us now after understanding everything he went through. But this is the, the tremendous journey Rabenu went through to understand the things that he got to. As Rabenu will understand later, he said, if I understood the power of Yidbodidut, if I understood the power of meditating and speaking to Hashem every single day for an hour, I would never have fasted the way I did. I would never have broken my body through fasting. So we see here this was an awesome thing that Rabbeinu did, the sheer sacrifice that he did to really try to do something for Hashem Ibar. He fasted and he mortified himself tremendously in every possible way. And one time, Rabbanu fasted from Shabbat to Shabbat 18 times in a single year. Can you imagine? It's unbelievable. This is the sacrifice of Rabbanu as a kid. This is what it really takes to become a tzaddik. Now Rabbanu says this method is no longer the same method that the brothers of us go through. The inanna fasting is no longer what we do. The fasting of the mikubalim, fasting... Um, Every single day or fasting Monday, Thursday. Rabbeinu said this is not the way as we know in the, the oral tradition of Rabbi Natan and Nikut Arachot. But it's still something to be said that before Rabbeinu got to the understanding and brought us that teaching, nonetheless, we still hear the, the sacrifice that Rabbeinu had to go through as a kid and how much he really yearned for Hashem Ibrach that he would put himself through so much suffering. And it's... Uh, it's something very special that we can see already the level of Rabenu with all those things that we mentioned today, how much he studied, how much he really cried to Hashem to open up the gates of Limut for him, the, the gates of study, how much he would restart anew even though he felt rejected from Hashem. And we see here the ability to fast and literally break his body. So, Bizrat Hashem, may we follow the pathway of Rabenu with his ment mental strength to continue fighting, to draw close to Hashem even through all the obstacles. And uh, God willing, we'll continue next um, podcast with uh, section 10 of Shifqa Iran.